The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Happy final Monday before Christmas to you. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Monday, December 19th, 2022, Monday of the fourth week of Advent. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Monday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the rosary. And our saint today is Saint Anastasius I, born in 340, elected Pope in 399. He was among the first to condemn the works of Origen. In 400, he arranged a council to consider Origen's writings the council condemned Origen's work as heterodox. Anastasius upheld the council's decision. He also urged the church in North Africa to continue its struggle against Donatism. He died in 401 and was buried in the cemetery of Pontian. St. Anastasius, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Into thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us. Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech thee that our thanks may come to thee again at its close. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that volunteer nonprofit organizations committed to human development find people dedicated to the common good and ceaselessly seek out new paths to international cooperation. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Christmas is a time of singing. It's perhaps the season in which we celebrate music the most. Christmas carols are a tradition all around the world. And one of my favorite Christmas carols is a hymn that was originally sung in German. And the title is Es ist ein Ros entsprungen, but most commonly translated in English as Lo, how a rose er blooming. And that's a very famous carol now in English. Lo, how a rose er blooming, also called a spotless rose or sometimes the carol is called, Behold, a Rose of Judah. And the hymn makes reference to the Old Testament prophecies of Isaiah, which foretell the incarnation of you, Jesus, and also to the tree of Jesse, which is your lineage. I don't know if you've heard this carol. It's a beautiful one to listen to and even more beautiful to sing. We can pray with music, and this is especially the case at Christmas time. St. Augustine used to say that singing is praying twice, and he meant that for everybody, even for those who, who perhaps are only willing to sing in the shower when no one can hear them. Singing is praying twice. 
And so, Jesus, in these 10 minutes of prayer, we turn to you and we sing to you. We sing this hymn, Lo, how a rose er blooming, with your mother, she who beholds the rose who has bloomed in the middle of the winter night. As we turn this final corner of Advent, we look in a special way to Our Lady. With Mary we behold it, the Virgin Mother Kind. In the seven O antiphons of Advent that mark these last seven days till Christmas, we've already meditated on the antiphon O Wisdom, O Adonai, and today the liturgy sings O Root of Jesse's Stem. Sign of God's love for all of his people, come to save us without delay. O root of Jesse's stem. Earlier this week, we read in the Mass that long lineage of Jesus and how we saw the fact that our Lord is truly human. He has a family tree just like you and me. You know, each of us can trace back through our mother and our father all sorts of people going back many, many centuries, and perhaps to many, many different distant lands. My own family tree originates in Sicily and in Ireland. You, Jesus, you also have a family tree that you can trace back. And you can trace back all the way to Jesse, the father of David, the great king of Israel. And so, prophecies sang about the root of Jesse's stem, the lineage, the lineage from which God has promised a savior. Lo, how a rose are blooming, from tender stem hath sprung, of Jesse's lineage coming, as men of old have sung. And Mary is the one to produce this beautiful rose. Jesus, how our lady must have marveled at your beauty, at the beauty 
of this flower growing in her womb, this rose that it will, be, will bloom at Christmas. We've lit the fourth candle in our wreath. We're marking the days till Christmas. We're in this final sprint, and everything is becoming more intense. It makes sense that we live this last part of Advent, especially close to Our Lady. After all, she's the protagonist of this season, since she is the one to bring Jesus into the world. She is his mother. And Advent is a time in which we meditate on Our Lady, we meditate on her pregnancy, we meditate on her carrying the baby, her preparing for his birth. And that's what today's Gospel celebrates, the fact that Mary carries Jesus into the world and shares her joy with those she loves. Mary set out and traveled to the hill country in haste to a town of Judah, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the infant leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth, filled with the Holy Spirit, cried out in a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how does this happen to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For at the moment the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the infant in my womb leapt for joy. Blessed are you who believed that what was spoken to you by the Lord would be fulfilled. With haste, Mary set out in haste to a town of Judah. This is how Our Lady is described when she gets up and goes to her cousin Elizabeth. She goes quickly. In fact, it seems like all the actions in this scene happen in quick succession. Mary travels without delay to Elizabeth in her need. John the Baptist leapt in his mother's womb as soon as he hears Mary's voice, as he senses the presence of the baby Jesus, God himself. Elizabeth immediately cries out and realizes what's going on. Here before me is the mother of my Lord with haste. There's an urgency to all these things. And there's kind of like a domino effect. Mary runs to Elizabeth. John the Baptist practically runs to, to Jesus. Elizabeth sings her praises right away. There's a domino effect of joy. And later we'll see the same reaction of the shepherds on Christmas night. They received the news from the angels, and they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. Jesus, this is the spirit of Advent, isn't it? To go with haste to meet you, to find you and love you. And we can practice this in little ways going with urgency to where God waits for us, to get up on time, to be punctual in the duties of our work and family life, to be there for the people who need us when they need us. All of this means going out to the Lord, going to his encounter without delay. Mother Mary, you give us such a beautiful example in your attention to Elizabeth. Let's foster this desire for that flower which will bloom on Christmas Eve, that rose which blooms from the stem of Jesse. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help in putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app.
15 minutes past the hour, and this is Daybreak. It's Monday in the final week of Advent, December 19th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin this liturgical day now as we join with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And and my my mouth will proclaim your praise. The Lord is close at hand. Come, let us worship Him. The Lord is close at hand. Come, let us worship Him. Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. The Lord is close at hand. Come, let us worship him. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him. The dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. The Lord is close at hand. Come, let us worship him. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. The Lord is close at hand. Come, let us worship him. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah, they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. The Lord is close at hand. Come, let us worship Him. Forty years I endured that generation. I said they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, They shall not enter into my rest. The Lord is close at hand. Come, let us worship him. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. 
as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. The Lord is close at hand. Come, let us worship Him. How good is the God of Israel to the pure of heart. How good is the God of Israel to the pure of heart. How good God is to Israel, to those who are pure of heart. Yet my feet came close to stumbling. My steps had almost slipped, for I was filled with envy of the proud when I saw how the wicked prosper. For them there are no pains. Their bodies are sound and sleek. They have no share in men's sorrows. They are not stricken like others. So they wear their pride like a necklace. They clothe themselves with violence. Their hearts overflow with malice. Their minds seethe with plots. They scoff. They speak with malice. From on high they plan oppression. They have set their mouths in the heavens and their tongues dictate to the earth. So the people turn to follow them and drink in all their words. They say, How can God know? Does the Most High take any notice? Look at them. Such are the wicked, but untroubled. They grow in wealth. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, and and will will be forever. Amen. How good is the God of Israel to the pure of heart. Their laughter will turn to weeping, their merriment to grief. Their Their laughter will turn to weeping, their merriment to grief. How useless to keep my heart pure and wash my hands in innocence when I was stricken all day long, suffered punishment day after day. Then I said, If I should speak like that, I should abandon the faith of your people. I strove to fathom this problem too hard for my mind to understand until I pierced the mysteries of God and understood what becomes of the wicked. How slippery the paths on which you set them. You make them slide to destruction. How suddenly they come to their ruin, wiped out. Destroyed by terrors. Like a dream one wakes from, O Lord, when you wake, you dismiss them as phantoms. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Their Their laughter will turn to weeping, their their merriment to grief. Those who depart from you will perish. My joy is to remain with you, my God. Those who depart from you will perish. My joy is to remain with you, my God. And so when my heart grew embittered, and when I was cut to the quick, I was stupid and did not understand, no better than a beast in your sight. Yet I was always in your presence. You were holding me by my right hand. You will guide me by your counsel, and so you will lead me to glory. What else have I in heaven but you? Apart from you, I want nothing on earth. 
My body and my heart faint for joy. God is my possession forever. All those who abandon you shall perish. You will destroy all those who are faithless. To be near God is my happiness. I have made the Lord God my refuge. I will tell of all your works at the gates of the city of Zion. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was in the beginning, is now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. It is good to be with you, Father. In you is fullness of life for your faithful people. In you all hope resides. May you lead us to everlasting happiness. Those who depart from you will perish. My joy is to remain with you, my God. Lord, show us your mercy and love, and grant us your salvation. From the book of the prophet Isaiah. Come down, sit in the dust, O virgin daughter Babylon. Sit on the ground, dethroned, O daughter of the Chaldeans. No longer shall you be called dainty and delicate. I will take vengeance, I will yield to no entreaty, says our Redeemer, whose name is the Lord of hosts, the Holy One of Israel. Go into darkness and sit in silence, O daughter of the Chaldeans. No longer shall you be called Sovereign Mistress of Kingdoms. Angry at my people, I profaned my inheritance, and I gave them into your hand. But you showed them no mercy, and upon old men you laid a very heavy yoke. You said, I shall always remain a sovereign mistress forever. But you did not lay these things to heart. You disregarded their outcome. Now hear this voluptuous one enthroned securely, saying to yourself, I and no one else, I shall never be a widow or suffer the loss of my children. Both these things shall come to you suddenly in a single day. Complete bereavement and widowhood shall come upon you for your many sorceries and the great number of your spells. Because you felt secure in your wickedness and said, No one sees me. Your wisdom and your knowledge led you astray. And you said to yourself, I and no one else. But upon you shall come evil, and you will not know how to predict. Disaster shall befall you, which you cannot allay. Suddenly there shall come upon you ruin, which you will not expect. Keep up now your spells and your many sorceries. Perhaps you can make them avail. Perhaps you can strike terror. You wearied yourself with many consultations at which you toiled from your youth. Let the astrologers stand forth to save you, the stargazers who forecasted each new moon what would happen to you. Lo, they are like stubble. Fire consumes them. They cannot save themselves from the spreading flame. There is no warming ember, no fire to sit before. Thus do your wizards serve you, with whom you have toiled from your youth. Each wanders his own way, and none to save you. The Word of the Lord. Rejoice, you heavens, and celebrate, O earth. Cry out with praise, you mountains. For the Lord Lord will will have have compassion compassion on his poor. 
our Redeemer, the Lord God of power and might, is his name, the Holy One of Israel. For the Lord will have compassion on his poor. From a Treatise Against Heresies by St. Irenaeus, Bishop The Plan of Redemption Through the Incarnation God is man's glory. Man is the vessel which receives God's action and all his wisdom and power. Just as a doctor is judged in his care for the sick, so God is revealed in his conduct with men. That is Paul's reason for saying, God has made the whole world prisoner of unbelief, that he may have mercy on all. He was speaking of man who was disobedient to God and cast off from immortality, and then found mercy, receiving through the Son of God the adoption he brings. If man, without being puffed up or boastful, has a right belief regarding created things and their divine Creator, who, having given them being, holds them all in his power, and if man perseveres in God's love and in obedience and gratitude to him, he will receive greater glory from him. It will be a glory which will grow ever brighter until he takes on the likeness of the one who died for him. He it was who took on the likeness of sinful flesh to condemn sin and rid the flesh of sin as now condemned. He wanted to invite man to take on his likeness, appointing man an imitator of God, establishing man in a way of life in obedience to the Father that would lead to the vision of God and endowing man with power to receive the Father. He is the Word of God who dwelt with man and became the Son of Man to open the way for man to receive God, for God to dwell with man according to the will of the Father. For this reason, the Lord Himself gave us the sign of our salvation, the one who was born of the Virgin, Emmanuel. It was the Lord Himself who saved them, for of themselves they had no power to be saved. For this reason, Paul speaks of the weakness of man and says, I know that no good dwells in my flesh. He means that the blessing of our salvation comes not from us, but from God. Again he says, I am a wretched man who will free me from this body doomed to die. Then he speaks of a liberator thanks to Jesus Christ our Lord. Isaiah says the same. Hands that are feeble grow strong. Knees that are weak take courage. Hearts that are faint grow strong. Fear not. See, our God is judgment, and He will repay. He Himself will come and save us. He means that we could not be saved of ourselves but only with God's help. Listen to the word of the Lord, you peoples, and proclaim it to the ends of the earth. Say, Say to, to the, the far-off islands, our, our Savior is coming. Proclaim the good news, let it be heard. Tell it to everyone, shout it aloud. Say, Say to, to the, the far-off islands, our, our Savior is coming. Let us pray. O oh God, who through the childbearing of the Holy Virgin graciously revealed the radiance of your glory to the world, grant, we pray, that we may venerate with integrity of faith the mystery of so wondrous an incarnation and always celebrate it with due reverence. 
through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. 26 minutes before the hour, and today's gospel is coming up in just a few minutes. Along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer on Daybreak. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on Monday of the fourth week of Advent. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, we focus on Zechariah, Elizabeth, and the conception of John the Baptist from the first chapter of the Gospel of Luke. In the days of Herod, king of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah of the division of Abijah, and he had a wife of the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. They were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord blameless. But they had no child, because Elizabeth was barren, and both were advanced in years. Now, while he was serving as priest before God, when his division was on duty, according to the custom of the priesthood, it fell to him by lot to enter the temple of the Lord and burn incense. The whole multitude of the people were praying outside of the hour of incense, and there appeared to him an angel of the Lord standing on the right side of the altar of incense. Zechariah was troubled when he saw him, and fear fell upon him. But the angel said, Do not be afraid, Zechariah, for your prayer is heard, and your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you shall call his name John, and you will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great before the Lord, and he shall drink no wine nor strong drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even from his mother's womb. He will turn many of the sons of Israel to the Lord their God, and he will go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready for the Lord a people prepared. How shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife is advanced in years. I am Gabriel, who stand in the presence of God, and I was sent to speak to you and to bring you this good news. Behold, you will be silent and unable to speak until the day that these things come to pass, because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled in their time. The people were waiting for Zechariah, and they wondered at his delay in the temple. When he came out, he could not speak to them, and they perceived that he had seen a vision in the temple and he made signs to them and remained dumb. When his time of service was ended, he went to his home. After these days, his wife Elizabeth conceived, and for five months she hid herself, saying, Thus the Lord has done to me in the days when he looked on me, to take away my reproach among men. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, 
daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the Relevant Radio app. Now, we are reminded again and again that we are children of God. And as we strive to be childlike, not childish, one virtue that most of us need to work on is simplicity. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 1, Advent and Christmas Tide. This life of childhood is possible if we have a deep-rooted awareness of being children of God. The mystery of divine filiation founded on our spiritual life is one of the consequences of the redemption. We are God's children now. And it is very important that we become clearly aware of this marvelous reality so that we can approach God with the childlike spirit of a good son. Divine adoption implies a transformation that greatly surpasses the changed circumstances of ordinary human adoption. Divine adoption is more real than its human counterpart. Through the gift of grace, God makes man worthy to be adopted so that he may receive a heavenly inheritance. On the other hand, man does not make the person he adopts worthy of his adoption, but rather adopts someone who is already deserving of it. As children of God, we are heirs of glory. Let us try to be worthy of such an inheritance and have for God a filial, tender, and sincere piety. The way of spiritual childhood presupposes a limitless confidence in God our Father. In a family, the father explains the great big world to his little one. The child feels its weakness but knows its father will protect it and because of this lives and walks confidently. The child knows that when its father is there, nothing can go wrong and nothing bad can happen to it. The child's soul and mind are open to its father's voice without fear or distrust. The little one knows that even though others may deceive it, when it goes home, its father will never be unfriendly or hostile because he understands. Children are not unduly sensitive to the fear of ridicule which paralyzes so many undertakings nor do they tend to be inordinately concerned about that false human respect born of pride and the apprehensive dread of what others may think. Children often tumble down, but they quickly pick themselves up again. And in the life of spiritual childhood, those very same falls and weaknesses are means of sanctification. For in it, love is always young, and unpleasant experiences are easily forgotten not dwelt and brooded upon as so often happens with those who have grown up souls. They are called children, St. John Chrysostom comments, not because of their age, but because of their simplicity of heart. Simplicity is perhaps the virtue which summarizes and coordinates all the other aspects of this life of childhood that our Lord asks of us. As St. Jerome says, we have to be like the child whom I propose to you as an example. He does not think one thing and say another, behaving as you also must behave. For if you did not have such innocence and purity of intention, you would not be able to enter the kingdom of heaven. Simplicity is shown in our sincere, friendly, and unaffected dealings with others. It is a much appreciated virtue in human relations, but not always easy to find. Another consequence of spiritual childhood is the gentle virtue of meekness. 
child abandonment demands docility. Etymologically, a person is docile when he is disposed and prepared to be taught. This is how the Christian should be when faced with the mysteries of God and the things that refer to him, keeping the mind open to a correct formation and always full of desire to know the truth. The person with an adult soul assumes that he knows many things, but in reality is ignorant. He thinks he knows, but has in fact not penetrated beyond external appearances and has failed to get to the bottom of things in such a way that what is true could have a direct influence on his actions. When God looks at such a person, he sees him totally lacking in awareness of reality and shut off from knowledge of the truth. How wonderful it would be if someday, having finally become like children, we were to grasp the true meaning of things as familiar to Christians as the Our Father, for example, or of really taking part in the Holy Mass, or of sanctifying each day's work, or of seeing the people around us souls that must be saved, or of so many things that too often we take for granted. Let us learn to be children in the sight of God. And we learn all this through contact with Mary, because Mary is our mother. Devotion to her teaches us to be authentic sons, to love truly without limit, to be simple without the complications which come from selfishly thinking only about ourselves, to be happy knowing that nothing can destroy our hope. The beginning of the way, at the end of which you will find yourself completely carried away by love for Jesus, is a trusting love for Mary. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Fourteen minutes before the hour, we pray once again with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. The Lord, the ruler over the kings of the earth, will come. Blessed are they who are ready to go and welcome him. The Lord, the ruler over the kings of the earth, will come. Blessed are they who are ready to go and welcome him. O Lord, You have been our refuge from one generation to the next. Before the mountains were born, or the earth or the world brought forth, you are God, without beginning or end. You turn men back into dust and say, Go back, sons of men. To your eyes a thousand years are like yesterday, come and gone, no more than a watch in the night. You sweep men away like a dream, like grass which springs up in the morning. In the morning it springs up and flowers, by evening it withers and fades. So we are destroyed in your anger, struck with terror in your fury. Our guilt lies open before you, our secrets in the light of your face. All our days pass away in your anger, our life is over like a sigh. Our span is seventy years or eighty for those who are strong. And most of these are emptiness and pain. They pass swiftly and we are gone. 
Who understands the power of your anger and fears the strength of your fury? Make us know the shortness of our life, that we may gain wisdom of heart. Lord, relent. Is your anger forever? Show pity to your servants. In the morning, fill us with your love. We shall exalt and rejoice all our days. Give us joy to balance our affliction for the years when we knew misfortune. Show forth your work to your servants. Let your glory shine on their children. Let the favor of the Lord be upon us. Give success to the work of our hands. Give success to the work of our hands. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Lord, send your mercy and your truth to rescue us from the snares of the devil, and happy to be known as companions of your Son. We will praise you among the peoples and proclaim you to the nations. The Lord, the ruler over the kings of the earth, will come. Blessed are they who are ready to go and welcome him. Sing a new song to the Lord. Proclaim his praises to the ends of the earth. Sing a new song to the Lord. Proclaim his praises to the ends of the earth. Sing to the Lord a new song, his praise from the end of the earth. Let the sea and what fills it resound, the coastlands and those who dwell in them. Let the steppe and its cities cry out, the villages where Kedar dwells. Let the inhabitants of Sila exalt and shout from the top of the mountains. Let them give glory to the Lord and utter his praise in the coastlands. The Lord goes forth like a hero. Like a warrior, he stirs up his ardor. He shouts out his battle cry. Against his enemies, he shows his might. I have looked away and kept silence. I have said nothing holding myself in. But now I cry out as a woman in labor, gasping and panting. I will lay waste mountains and hills. All their herbage I will dry up. I will turn the rivers into marshes, and the marshes I will dry up. I will lead the blind on their journey by paths unknown. I will guide them. I will turn darkness into light before them and make crooked ways straight. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Sing a new song to the Lord, proclaiming his praises to the ends of the earth. When the Son of Man comes to the earth, Do you think he will find faith in men's hearts? When the Son of Man comes to earth, do you think he will find faith in men's hearts? Praise the name of the Lord. Praise him, servants of the Lord, who stand in the house of the Lord, in the courts of the house of our God. Praise the Lord, for the Lord is good. Sing a psalm to his name. 
for he is loving. For the Lord has chosen Jacob for himself, and Israel for his own possession. For I know the Lord is great, that our Lord is high above all gods. The Lord does whatever he wills in heaven, on earth, in the seas. He summons clouds from the ends of the earth, makes lightning produce the rain. From his treasuries he sends forth the wind. The firstborn of the Egyptians he smote, of man and beast alike. Signs and wonders he worked in the midst of your land, O Egypt, against Pharaoh and all his servants. Nations in their greatness he struck, and kings in their splendor he slew. Sion, king of the Amorites, Og, the king of Bashan, and all the kingdoms of Canaan. He let Israel inherit their land. On his people, their land he bestowed. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As, as it, it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, now and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Where two or three gather in your name, Lord, you promise to be with them and share their fellowship. Look down upon your family gathered here in your name and graciously pour out your blessing upon us. When the, when the Son, Son of Man comes to earth, do you, do you think, think he will find faith in, in men's hearts? hearts? From the book of Isaiah. Come, let us climb the Lord's mountain to the house of the God of Jacob that he may instruct us in his ways, and we may walk in his paths. For from Zion shall go forth instruction, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Your light will come, Jerusalem. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. Your light will come, Jerusalem. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. You will see his glory within you. The, the Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Your light will come, Jerusalem. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. Like the sun in the morning sky, the Savior of the world will dawn. Like rain on the meadows, he will descend to rest in the womb of the Virgin. Alleluia. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. 
In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Like the sun in the morning sky, the Savior of the world will dawn. Like rain on the meadows, he will descend to rest in the womb of the Virgin. Alleluia. To Christ our Redeemer, who will come again to free from the power of death all those who return to him, let us humbly pray. Come, Come, Lord Lord Jesus. As we proclaim your coming, Lord, cleanse our hearts of every vain desire. Come, Come, Lord Lord Jesus. Lord, may the church which you founded proclaim your greatness to all peoples. Come, Come, Lord Lord Jesus. Your law is a light to my eyes. Let it protect those who trust in you. Come, Come, Lord Lord Jesus. You allow the joys of your coming to be foretold to us by your church. May we receive you with eager devotion. Come, Come, Lord Lord Jesus. Jesus. Let us make our prayers and praise complete by offering the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, who through the childbearing of the Holy Virgin graciously revealed the radiance of your glory to the world, grant, we pray, that we may venerate with integrity of faith the mystery of so wondrous an incarnation, and always celebrate it with due reverence. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. These are busy times. Take some time to pray. Morning Air is coming up next. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's get together again tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the relevant radio app. You go out now and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.